G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, an opportunity today to explore some challenges and opportunities for Christians working in the new digital economy. Sometimes it's called the gig economy or an on-demand economy. You'll be familiar with the rise of new business platforms like Airbnb or Uber or Airtasker. Well, it's a changing business landscape, and we want to be on the cutting edge in business, in work, and in our lifestyles. Jordan Mullen is a digital strategist. He's the founder of Thrive Digital, and he's a coach for the new economy. He helped found Business on Purpose with Christian business people Peter Irvine and John Sycamore, we've spoken to of recent times. Jordan Mullen, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. Jordan, it is true, uh, we don't have to be convinced, but give us a few more insights about the fact that this new digital economy is changing everything we do when it comes to business. Absolutely. I'm talking to people on a daily basis that are in this dilemma, uh, whether they're a business owner who are finding challenges in operating their business, or whether they're an employee who... You know, they're concerned about their job. You know, it's, uh, so stats show that 44% of occupations in Australia actually at the risk of being automated. And that's representing 5 million jobs over the next 10 to 15 years. So, you know, we've seen this recently with Telstra and Optus. They've actually let a lot of people off. Now, a lot of people can ask the question, well, how does that relate to me? I'm a X, Y, Z. And a lot of the, the jobs, you know, uh, are going to be influenced by technology and it's going to not just not to, not really just remove jobs i think people get concerned that they'll you know these robots will take over and they won't have jobs anymore it just starts to shift the focus of what you do because it's becoming so centrally managed by digital technology so yeah it, it is it is something that's happening and uh, we see in the news all the time as you mentioned like airbnb and uber there are some ethical challenges with the gig economy, and that's come out in recent times. But, yeah, there are actually some big opportunities, uh, I, I feel, for Christians to actually take a step up in the marketplace. Give us a fuller idea of these changes here, Jordan, before we move on, because even ordering fast food with the likes of Uber Eats or Deliveroo, and then there's other alternative banking like the rise of cryptocurrencies. Are, are these all a part of what's happening with this changing digital economy? Yeah, it's really looking at the consumer. And when the consumer starts to change their patterns, um, if the business isn't keeping up with that, they can just go. Like You look at an example of, say, Instagram and Kodak. You know, Instagram was a simple app that allowed you know, more than 130 million people share 16 billion photos. And then within 15 months of it being founded, Instagram sold to Facebook and the company with 1 billion users for a billion dollars. And then it was only a few months later, Kodak, uh, you know, the Instagram of the time, declared bankruptcy. So we see these two, two companies, one which was thriving in a time and then it just disappeared and one that just took off overnight. And so these new companies coming in that have a digital front, 
that d- deal with the consumer in a digital way, uh, they're the ones that are thriving because that's where the people are. Uh, whereas the businesses uh, that start to step away from that and don't make those changes and get kind of stuck in an old model, the problem with that is they can just die overnight. And it's not great. Like, there's some concerns about technology and use of social media and the mental health. Like, we do a lot of work with the Australian Institute of Family Counselling and actually hosted a webinar about this recently, uh, that some of the patterns with people aren't healthy. But the reality of it is this is the way, way things are going. So businesses do need to take a step back and look at their model and almost re-engineer that model for this new economy so that they can survive. We call it digital disruption, and I imagine that when you've got a traditional business, it's been flourishing for years and years and years, and you've noticed there's some changes, and you recognise there are some competitors in the marketplace doing things a little differently. What you've got to do is adapt, and for some it'll be adapt or die or lose business. Is that the way you'd look at it? Absolutely. There's actually a book called The Second Machine. It's a New York bestseller. And one of the terms they, they used was exactly what you just used, which is transform or die. So you, have, you absolutely have to look at your model as a business uh, owner and go, how am I going to change this model? And I've, I've been helping a lot of Christian ministries over the last couple of months. We've, we've been working with a lot of commercial businesses over the last 12 years. And we've seen some Christian ministries uh, just pretty much not overnight, but over the last few months, just completely take off when they've really been stagnating because they've started to adapt their communication to things like webinars and um, online communication systems. And they've just had an inflow of new users and clients and, and funds come into their business. So, And it's not just business as well. It's actually employees because um, because of this whole outsourcing um, model or this automation, you could say, as well, it's just changing the way people engage with the, the everyday employee. And that everyday employee needs to think about their job and think about their future and really ask that question, what do I need to do to change to change this? And what skills do I need to survive over the next 10 years if these things are coming? And a lot of people respond in fear. But, you know, we know from the word that we shouldn't have fear. Uh, we should be the people, you know, Christians have always been the ones that innovate. You know, they're the ones that have led the way. So I, I just see a big opportunity there for even people who are in jobs that can actually transition into something new they could have a kingdom impact as well. Well, Jordan, far from being the pessimist here or seeing this as a threat, I know that you see real opportunity, not only for Christian ministries, you say you've been working with some Christian NGOs, but for Christian business people not to be left behind here, but to actually be on the cutting edge. Where do these opportunities eventuate? I imagine it starts with having the right attitude as to, to making change. Yeah, one of my clients, John Sikima, uh, he's, he's an innovator and he, he sold his business for $40 million, started half time. And he said to me quite rightly, Jordan, he said, when you talk to businesses, you need to talk about the old and the new. You know, the old is dead, the new, new is coming. So I think the first thing for business owners is to look at this just this whole thing of, of, of doing things differently, you know, innovating. It's actually technology and entrepreneurship creates an opportunity to innovate. And, um, innovation, comes from creativity and that's one of the big skills of the new economy is actually being a creator and an innovator because there's one thing you can't get technology to do that well right now which is human creativity so you can use that technology and and change your model to be more creative so you know example say with john sikama from halftime he's actually running his halftime programs 
not just in small groups now, but on the internet. So I think for, for business owners, they need to start to look at their model, start to make those changes, start to innovate with it, ride with the, ride with the river rather than go against it. And the ones who are, we're just seeing them really flourish. There is that fear, especially with the older generation. They are, one of my friends, actually Tony McLennan, who's one of our clients, Australia for Jesus, he said he was concerned he would just wake up one day and just wouldn't be able to operate in this world because the technology might have surpassed him. And I've just seen his ministry of evangelism flourish by doing webinars, you know, doing things on the streets where people sign up online for, for gospel presentations. So I'm just seeing, I'm working with a lot of, um, you could say, baby boomers who've had concerns about it, but they've been willing to change. And by being willing to change, their, their ministries and their, the projects that they're involved with have just flourished in ways they have just never seen before. So, yeah, so I, I just see this as a great opportunity, not just for businesses, but for ministries as well. You mentioned a few minutes back that there are some issues around regulation, around the idea of employment contracts, and whether, in fact, people who are doing the outsourcing thing are, in fact, employees or whether they're contractors, private business owners. All of these things are, I guess, in in debate at the moment, and no doubt there'll be some settled rules around all of this, but, but some of this stuff is still in production. The rules are still coming together. That's correct, and I think as Christians, where, where Christians do make a really good um, impact on society is the ethical side of it. Now, I did see uh, some questioning come from a minister from the UK talk about some of the ethical issues with things like taxes, things like um, the right rates for people. There's always going to be someone who comes in with an unethical uh, bent and take advantage of the system. But on the other side of it, you know, Christians are the ones that are the leaders. So I think if you are moving into the new economy, uh, you are becoming, say, a freelancer, which is exploding the freelancing opportunities. I guess the, the thing that you, we need to look at there is how those engagements are done and are they an employee relationship or, you know, are they a self-employed business? So uh, how those things are managed is I always advise people to talk to an accountant I actually work a lot with Darren Lordenbach, and, and we've had a lot of discussions around around these things. He comes from a financial background. And even when we started to uh, work with a virtual assistant, uh, we kind of came to the conclusion that we needed a way of um, implementing a payroll system for that virtual assistant because they were mainly working for us remotely, but mainly working for our business. So we had to find a company which were able to outsource that too. So it's just coming up with ways of managing that, knowing the legislation, knowing the laws, Doing it ethically, and I think it's more about values. So rules are always there to, you know, to to get rid of the nasty people that just want to take advantage of the system. But if you have values as a Christian, you you more think about the other person. You know, it does talk about in James about not paying people properly and the judgment that comes on people that don't do that. So it's like looking at um, rates, and even Darren Lordenbach, he has a. Um, he actually has a bookkeeper in the Philippines. And the, the Philippines, people go, well, you know, is that ethical? Well, that, that, that Filipino is a Christian person. They get paid a really good hourly rate. Um, it's all done legitimately through a platform called Upwork. And there's a win for Darren and there's a win for that bookkeeper. So it's just, if you do have that ethical bent, you, just do, you do ask those, you know, those questions 
Um, but you just, you know, you come from a Christian perspective. And it doesn't mean we just go, well, it's all the gig economy, it's all criminal. That's just that extreme view that people like to, to hold on to because of the people that make it nasty. Uh, but there are really good opportunities. And I'm seeing, with, say, with freelancers, I'm seeing people who are stepping out of from employment positions and getting into freelance, doing it properly, setting up an ABM, paying the taxes, doing it in the proper way, getting the right rates for themselves. And they're able to do things like mission trips and help their local church and have the flexibility and freedom to sew into things. You know, they might have a client that's a bit more profitable for what they're doing for their business, but then they might put a day in a month for someone who can't afford them and who are helping them out. So it gives you that flexibility and that agility if you do have the right relationship as a freelancer, say with the freelance side of things as an employee, uh, but doing it with the, the in the right way, which I think is really important. And, of course, there are going to be ethics on all sides here. But great wisdom from you, Jordan, as you say, get those biblical ethics in place because that's what leads to trust. And as we would know, if we're looking at history, it's that level of trust that's led to wonderful success and the development of wealth through Christian, through the Judeo-Christian ethic that is employed by business. Uh, wonderful thoughts here. And, of course, things are changing so dramatically. I mentioned in the introduction you do coaching on these things, and you said there are webinars and all sorts of things that are going. I want to point people to the website, theneweconomy.com.au. When people go to that website, Jordan, they're going to find some detail about the new digital economy, and I imagine there's some pathways there to explore some questions that people will have. Absolutely. Uh, th- that website covers uh, people who are employees who are looking to transition into the freelance economy or currently are a freelancer who are looking for some guidance on how they can navigate through that. And also there's a section on there about business owners who might have a, an older model who are wanting to transition and need some coaching and advice around what's the best way of doing that. So that website has a few articles on it, has a bit of an overview. And um, yeah, people can get in touch if they need any help in that area. Well, you've been working with a whole lot of different Christian ministries over recent times, uh, even including Vision Media, uh, but also working with Christian SRE, with Halftime, as you mentioned, with Australia for Jesus, with the 40 Days of Prayer, the Australian Institute of Family Counselling, and uh, just appreciate your insights today, and no doubt we'll get a chance to maybe have an update sometime in the new year. This is a very changing time uh, for everyone and especially business owners and for those who are Christians involved in Christian ministry wanting to get the best out of business and put their best foot forward too when it comes to the kingdom of God. Let me just mention that website one more time, theneweconomy.com.au. Jordan Mullen is a digital strategist. He's founder of Thrive Digital and he's a coach for The New Economy, theneweconomy.com.au. Jordan, thanks for joining us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.